0: back to the Florida History Podcast. I'm Carter Krishnire. Robert Bucciarato will be back next week. Today we're going to talk a little bit about the oldest continuous ethnic community in Florida, dating back to the British period in East Florida, and that is of the Minorcans. Menorca, as many of you probably know, is a... An island, which is part of Balearic Islands in the Mediterranean Sea. It is Spanish territory now, and it is off the coast of Spain. Uh, it's named for Belisarius, one of the great figures in Eastern Roman history, or in the history of what historians term the Byzantine Empire, which is, by the way, another historical hobby of mine, is studying the Byzantine Empire. Belisarius was Justinian's leading general. So anyway, Menorca, is in the Balearic Islands. It was captured in 1708 from the Spanish by the Royal Navy during the War of Spanish Succession, and Britain took possession of the island in 1713 as part of the peace treaty that ended the War of Spanish Succession, the Treaty of Utrecht. It remained in British hands until the Spanish recaptured it in 1782 as part of the Revolutionary War, the American Revolutionary War, Brief uh, period, it went back to Britain during the Napoleonic Wars, but has remained Spanish since the early 1800s. Anyway, during that period of British rule, we had, obviously, the British also ruling East Florida, a possession they had gained from the Spanish at the end of the French and Indian War, or the Seven Years' War, uh, as it was known globally, French and Indian War in the United States, in 1763, St. Augustine was the primary city of East Florida, obviously, and had been going back to its founding in 1565. A lot about the history of St. Augustine that we've covered already on this podcast in previous episodes and that we'll cover in future episodes, But and ended this episode coming up. But first, before we get to St. Augustine, a new settlement 60 miles to the south of St. Augustine was established in 1768. Uh, 1767 is when uh, the, the idea of it came about. New Smyrna was what it was called. It's now New Smyrna Beach, or the same same area is called New Smyrna Beach. It was a brainchild and project of Andrew, Andrew Turnbull, a successful Scottish physician and friend of the governor of East Florida, Governor Grant, who was also Scottish. Turnbull had resided in Smyrna uh, in the Ottoman Empire, Tur- uh, Turkish Empire, which ruled Greece at the time. By the way, and ruled much of the Balkans, much of the Middle East uh, were all under Turkish rule in that period of time. Uh, Turnbull's wife was the daughter of a prominent Smyrna merchant. So Turnbull, in partnership with Sir William Duncan, acquired 100,000 acres for what was proposed to be the largest colonial settlement in British North America, be larger than any colonial settlement to the north in British North America. So that would include the settlements that had been made in New Brunswick and, and the Hudson Bay region, the areas that were under uh, British rule prior to acquiring Quebec, which they acquired in the same peace treaty that they had acquired East and West Florida in, in 1763, larger than Philadelphia, New York, Boston, Charleston, uh, Savannah, uh, what are the other large, British, Baltimore, uh, a lot, of, lot of those large British colonial towns. It would have been larger than, and Williamsburg is another one, it would have been larger than all of those. By 1770, the town had about 1,500 people, which is a lot of people for any settlement in British North America in this time period. For example, the largest city in British North America in 1770 was Philadelphia. It had about 15,000 people. New York had about 12,000. Boston, about the same. Charleston, eight or 9,000. Baltimore, 6,000. So 1,500 is not bad. and, and, and uh I believe at that point it had about the same population as St. Augustine, or maybe even slightly higher. Turnbull's time in the Ottoman Empire, he understood that perhaps people from that part of the world, that region, the Mediterranean, would do better in the harsh Florida climate, the hot Florida climate, than settlers from Scotland or Britain. So he focused on bringing in uh, people from uh, the Italian peninsula, Greeks, Spaniards, The first major Greek Orthodox settlement in the country, or in what is now the United States, was in New Smyrna, eventually relocated to St. Augustine. They provided hemp, indigo, sugar cane. They were growing all of this stuff, and it worked well kind of in fusion with the Caribbean colonies of Britain and the southern corner of uh, Georgia and South Carolina. So one of the big groups he brought over were Menorchans, from Menorca, who would be able to better acclimate in the Florida climate. Florida obviously had been Spanish for over 200 years, so kind of acclimate culturally also and help make uh, New Smyrna prosperous. The climate of Florida indeed was harsh. Plantation conditions and indentured servitude was very, very difficult for a lot of these communities, these ethnic communities. and. By 1775, 76, the beginning of the American Revolution, Revolutionary War, about a thousand people had died uh, in and around New Smyrna. Really, really tragic situation. In fact, the dispute between Turnbull and the new governor, Patrick Tonin, uh, created even more trouble. And Turnbull uh, was forced to uh, abandon. St. Augustine and, and was, uh, excuse me, New Smyrna, and it was in all kinds of trouble, right? The things that killed these these thousand people included malaria, malnutrition, and various other tropical diseases. By 1776, early 1777, there were only about 300 Minorcans left in New Smyrna. They moved by foot north, 60 miles to St. Augustine, which was becoming quite an important place. As the British tried to fight off the American Revolution and the American colonists. And we've done a few podcasts. We'll do a few more actually on St. Augustine during the American Revolution or or East Florida during the American Revolution. St. Augustine was a staging ground for uh, the British and also a place that the American colonists very badly wanted to capture. The Menorcan community is given parcels by the government of East Florida – under British rule, the royal government of East Florida, to settle. And they thrive. They thrive in the late 1770s when St. Augustine has 5,000 people, many fleeing Tories from the southern uh, colonies. And it's the staging ground, as I mentioned, for, for British military operations in the southern theater of the American Revolution, something we will talk about again in the future on this show. They thrive when the Spanish, and they are, of course, Spanish people, they thrive when the Spanish uh, take St. Augustine and and East Florida back over in 1784. They survive and acclimate perfectly to the American takeover from 1821 on. And today, you have about 25,000 residents of the St. Augustine area, of St. John's County, that uh, are descended from uh, this group of 300 Menorcans who first uh, came to St. Augustine in 1777 and were part of the larger group, probably over a 1,000, that came to New Smyrna in the late 1760s. Menorcans in St. Augustine created their own very unique kind of indigenous cuisine. Again, their Mediterranean people can d- deal a lot with with Peppers and that sort of cooking, the Datil pe- pepper, which is fantastic, by the way, and produces some of the best hot sauces. You you could get better, I would say, than even cayenne peppers and some jalapenos and, and poblanos and those sort of peppers. That's a uh, that's a native pepper to to the St. Augustine area. It was. Uh, some some sources say it was brought from Menorca, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't, it probably wasn't actually. But it was grown, harvested and grown by the Menorcans and now it's just a, a local delicacy and, and, and one of the unique uh, food items we have uh, in the state of Florida. They also uh, introduced various rice dishes to the cuisine which uh, rice dishes that continued to be uh, e- kind of in vogue in, in the St. Augustine avail- uh, area, and they were based largely on seasonal availability. A lot of seafood, obviously, uh, because of the proximity to the ocean, but a cuisine and a cooking that was different than what you had in the American South, which gave, again, St. Augustine and East Florida, or at least that part of of of, of Florida, uh, Florida, once it became a U.S. territory and state, a very different feel and a very very unique flavor. People have come and people have gone, gone in in Florida history. So the people who who uh, settled in St. Augustine, and of course we've talked in the pre in the past about the missions, and the vibrant mission culture in the Spanish colony of Florida in the 1600s. Those people, including most of the native americans gone right they're 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 they left or, or perished spanish obviously in 1763 those spanish that were in st augustine and Pensacola left many of them went to havana the native americans were largely wiped out the uh, appalachian tribe the tequestas and many many others So between the Seminole tribe, which came, which were former Creeks that came to Florida and Miccosukees around that time, and the Menorcans, you have your two oldest communities in Florida. And in fact, the Menorcans are the the oldest continuous European uh, settlement uh, community. The the British, the Scots that settled during the British period in East and West Florida both left, and, and in fact uh There were people, I think, continuously that lived in parts of West Florida that were Roman Catholics, I should say. But those are now – those parts of West Florida are now in Alabama, Mississippi, and Louisiana. So they're not in this this current state of Florida. So in other parts of the South, the oldest communities are – of European settlers that have stayed continuously are Scotch-Irish or – British or whatever but very uniquely in Florida our oldest continuous community of Europeans and maybe of anyone because again the Native Americans unfortunately sadly were wiped out by war disease etc and the Native Americans that later populated Florida came from from Georgia now there are some exceptions but mostly came from Georgia and were not in Florida in the 17 throughout most of the 1700s the oldest community, in, in Florida of Europeans are from the island of Menorca, which is pretty fascinating. Anyway, thank you for listening. We will be back next week with a very special edition of the Florida History Podcast. It is Election Day 2020, and we're going to look back at some notable election days in Florida history, most importantly, because it's the 50th anniversary of it, the 1970 election, which was a very, very critical election in determining the fate of the state of Florida throughout the 1970s, which is considered by many journalists and historians the golden age of Florida politics and government. So thank you once again for listening. We will talk to you next week.